0: Welcome to the Art Chatter podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gail leveridge Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Smoke, Hello, Karen. Hi. So, we're still getting used to our microphones, but we're loving it, and um,
1: it's a wet, soggy day in the West Country. So, how it are you was, doing, Karen? Well, I'm drying out off. I actually went for a walk this morning. Crazy woman. And uh, wellies on, waterproofs on, but managed to get around the whole walk without a, a raindrop on me. Really? Yeah. I mean, my legs were a bit wet, you know, apart from, you know from yeah. walking through grass, long grass, yeah. but... It, it sort of had gone over. You could see the clouds threatening. You know, it's always, and the clouds are racing. But um, no, absolutely fine and glad. That's um, very nice. Glad I'm actually sort of glad I went out. I like a, a morning walk to start things off for the day.
0: Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? So we
1: are now setting up for episode
0: ten. Oh, is that right?
1: I don't know. I've lost count. Oh my god! I'll double check that, but I think it is. Well, it it hate might Batman. be, yeah. No, it could well be yeah. double double figures. But there yeah, you go. Definitely,
0: that's amazing.
1: And I are, are you in your studio? I am in my studio today. Yeah, um, me I think too. It's the safest place for me, to be honest.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> are, you, are you are you locked in so that uh, that you can't well, come no, to the any the doors
0: open so that yeah. the zigster can come in if she wants to. Um, but yeah, I've got the heater on. The doors just slightly. The sun's shining briefly, got my lights on, and I'm all toasty warm, ready for
1: action. That's good. So to speak. That's good. I thought it's probably, um, you know, we busy say we're in our studios, mm. but no one can really s- sort of, should we describe our studios? I mean, I just think, you know, Okay. I was just thinking in terms of, you know, I have never actually seen your studio other than from the inside. You know, actually yes. talking to you and actually seeing the background. Yeah. Um but I think you've actually been to mine. I have. So I have y- witnessed the studio of Karen. No <laughs> studio. It does exist, it's not pretend. <laughs> yeah. But um I think the main thing is both of us built our own studios, didn't we? We did. Well, I did have help with my husband. Oh yes. Very handy. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, no, I didn't build it all on my own, but we actually yeah, we it was self builds rather than getting yeah, somebody else self-builds. in, yeah. and was it was it the same for you? When I um, did, when when we did the self build, it was one we couldn't see something we liked, yeah, on the market, but I'd have to say at the right price, yeah, because we had a you know I had a budget that we were working to, yeah, and you know it's just a matter of getting I suppose value for money, Is and get in the space I wanted Uh, because you know a lot of the you you get a lot of these big sort of studio or workshop spaces but they don't Mm. have any insulation so not only do you have the cost of the of the actual sort of workshop structure that you buy you'd then have to pay for all the other bits and pieces that you want the
0: electrics and everything else
1: I know oh god the electrics yes Mm. I, I got a new a new, what do you call it, mains mm. mains feed? What do you call oh, yeah. it? I don't know what you call it. Like a proper no, f- proper from the fuse box, new new oh, yeah. line right. out, done. And that wasn't as cheap as I thought it was going to be, but no. Um, no, well no. worth it, well worth it for yeah. the amount of light. So you did yours, was it the summer before, was it 2019 you built yours? Well, I don't know what year. Are you in was now? it COVID year or the year before? The year before. Yeah, so 2019. Yeah, we did it at the same time. I think we
0: were kind of working in parallel almost, but yours took longer because it's like bigger.
1: <laughs> it also, because we, I st- we started doing ours. I did a sketch of what I wanted it to look like, and then I made sure that we were following sort of planning regs, making sure that yeah, you know, we didn't you know fall foul of that. Yeah, because that
0: you know without if. Correct me if I'm wrong and I think it's still the, the case but as long as it's within a certain size you don't actually need planning permission because that's, you know, obviously ours is well yeah. within size.
1: Permi- I think it's called permitted development but what I would say yeah. is that anything planning related do check with your own planning authority. Yeah, because every <laughs> local authority is yes. different. So oh, what, in the UK. Yeah, we, we drew, well I drew it and then sort of we were trying to work out how to actually build it and looked at, looked at a lot of YouTube videos. Oh. We went and looked at a lot of sheds that you could buy off the peg <laughs> and were sort of having a look at how they were put together. So a lot of visiting for inspiration as well, actually. sort of See what worked. Yeah, and what sort of roof line. Because I've got um, a single pitch roof on mine. Is yours like a a roof like th- Yeah, it comes up in the centre. Yeah, so I don't know what you call don't know what you call them. But mine just goes yeah. across. Pointing at sort of, the top. <laughs> yeah. Whereas mine is higher one side than the other. Mm. So I was having to sort of think in terms of right, if the if that wall is that height, mm. how high is the roof gonna be over there? That sounds like one of those mathematical puzzles. It was a little bit of a math. Yeah, I had to get out Mm. sort of um, a calculator and work out what the, you know. And know what angle to put the roof on at so that it drained and things like that. Yeah. But all that, you know, found it all on the internet, How to do it. And, um, you know, that was fine. But then it was um, working out where to put it and, you know, just order, you know, it's starting off with ordering materials. Yeah. So you had to know what dimensions of for example, ours is just a um we built a, a timber um frame that we placed we built it in situ, but we you could lift it off. It was it's not fixed to the ground, it's balanced on concrete pads. Right. So we levelled out the ground and then mm. we put some concrete pads in where we needed them, mm. um like breeze blocks basically. And balance this big frame Mm. that we then built the studio off of around it, and so it's sort of basically it's like a fake floor, a sort Mm. of big big solid thing, so it didn't move. But you Mm. could, I suppose, if you disconnected the electricity, get a cable underneath the whole lot and lift the whole lot up now because it's all just built off that single sort of platform. That's good. But it was something quite
0: different with ours. What did you do? Well to you anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm there's an ideal little spot in the garden where various sheds were before. Yeah. So I looked for we took those out, gave ourselves some space. I looked for a really fancy shed online on eBay. Mm -hmm. Um I ordered the cheapest one I could find for the size with I wanted it all like all mainly windows at the front and the side. Um, which it is, so it gives me lots of light. It's quite small, it's uh I don't even know the measurements, four by three, four by two, something like that. And um so we ordered the the shed, it came, it was rubbish, <laughs> but we went with it. <laughs> it was really flimsy because <laughs> it was eBay and it was cheap. <laughs> and we put the shed up with lots of swearing and my husband saying to me oh my god this just isn't going to work and we were like no we'll make it work we will make this work and then he reinforced it quite a lot with different bits and pieces we had around then we insulated it yeah then we put plasterboard inside as well
1: did you find that I had made it, it
0: plastered professionally pardon
1: did you find when you started to put things like the plasterboard on that it actually started to become more rigid you know, the yeah the whole structure very much more
0: absolutely um we changed out the really flimsy plastic windows which yeah. it's it came with we had um toughened glass from a local um glass maker done for them and uh, we put those in and we reinforced the window frames as well with some like cheap wood that steve is very good at finding um He paid for it. He didn't, like, literally find it. Um, (laughs) And then decided to make it pretty. Well, we painted it first to give it some um, protection. And then we got some galvanised cladding. And we cladded the whole roof and the sides. So mine now is a completely galvanised shed. It's, you know, totally insulated. It's absolutely lovely. And it's toasty as anything. And it's going nowhere. If, if somebody tried to lift this up with the crane,
1: Karen, they'd lift the floor away with it. Quite honestly, <laughs> is it is it um, noisy? If the galv- you know, if it rains, is it really yeah, noisy? It's insulated, I don't hear a thing. Oh right, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I quite like, I, you know, you. It looks like it's got a tin roof, um, and it has for all intents and purposes. But between that is the shed roof insulation plasterboard and plaster so actually yeah you don't hear anything and so we had a budget as well because we you know didn't have massive amount of money to do it I'd just been taking over the whole house the whole time and so it was you know a labor of love really and so we did it on a very small budget
1: yeah
0: very small and everything we got was from eBay even the insulation which was top quality Um, yeah we we were just very very lucky and um, yeah we just did it because Steve works full time and away a lot of the time we did it weekends and evenings and long into summer evenings really working and thankfully the the neighbours have the patience of Job with us (laughs) because we were quite noisy Um, especially when I tap dance on the floor when that went down
1: Entertainment for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we did a combination. So mine is about um three metres at the widest. Yeah. Um and I think nearly f- the main I've got like a a main area which is about three by four metres. Yeah. And then I've got um an extra little bit at the end, um, where the door opens into, but it's sort of yeah. dog dog legged. So I've got yeah got like a little um, sort of step area outside before I get to the door and then door come in. So I just thought it'd be quite nice to have a bit more um, sort of rather than just a square or a rectangle, mm. having um, like a little area. And then windows wise, we, we um, made friends with um, a local window supplier who was doing um, our back door at the time And we said, oh, you don't happen to have any um, old, you know, you take out old units of glass from other houses, um, any sort of long, long pieces. You know, like you get in French doors, those really long pieces, because I fancied having sort of tall, long windows. And um, he said, yes, they have to break those and basically send it to a tip. Because they can't recycle it. They can recycle the plastic bits around, but they can't actually recycle the actual glass units. Mm-hmm. So, um they're quite local to us. So I went down and they kept bits and bits aside and I was allowed to take them away free of charge. That's what you call upcycling. It was. But Brilliant. what we didn't realise is that making frames in wood, <laughs> you know, was more tricky than we thought because we were trying to get an l-shaped piece of um molding i suppose of um mm. wood so we could put a bit like a picture frame yeah. effectively building a picture frame as the window frame and setting yeah. the glass into it so that from the outside you couldn't get to the glass if you know yeah. what i mean well we couldn't find anywhere to buy this and if we wanted it cut it would cost us a huge amount to actually get a new profile designed and anyway we looked everywhere and in the end we got a piece of wood um my husband used a um circular saw uh, set to a preset depth and he went along the full length one way then turned the wood and so basically cut a quarter of a quarter of a piece of wood out so that we had an l shape um it it, that killed the battery operated circular saw it (laughs) needed a bit more power and so we had to get a plug-in one Mm -hmm. um so in the end it probably would have been cheaper to get by the profiled bit rather than a new circular saw but Mm -hmm. it's still got the circular saw so it doesn't matter so we did that and then we upcycled um, an old back door. so i've got a a stable oh, yeah. door which we upcycled and again we used um different window double glazed window units that we'd managed to get from this That's place It's really nice. Um, and then we years ago when we first moved to the village there was a a window frame um a wooden window frame which was like mm. a I suppose it was like the top of a not a proper window frame like the top half of a stable door but it had it would be a glazed one. Oh yeah. Um no glass in it or anything. And I couldn't resist. I think we walked past and being sort of always Thrifty. keeping our yeah, keeping our eyes open for useful things like that, mm. we took it home with us. Yeah. And it sat around for ages and ages and we thought, actually, we could use that in the studio. So we just bought some glass for that mm. and glazed it and set that in. And I've got a couple of other windows we actually bought because um, oh. we wanted them to be opening. Yes. So um yeah so we, we've got a skylight one and um, like a, a shed window which we changed again we changed the glass Yeah. we put glass in rather than um, the plastic that was in it so we just up, no. ups, upgraded that. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a you know in a way a bit of a hodgepodge but it isn't. It's personalised. It is personalised but it was a lot of you know building the, the sides, you know, it was just so flimsy to start with. We were thinking, this is yeah. never never going to stay up. And I have to say, even now, you know, it's been up for, what, a couple of years now. Um, yeah. I can't believe that it's still watertight. You know, know, after after it's too. It's after, so good. After it first rained, we went in thinking, right, there must be leaks somewhere, because yeah. we built this, and there yeah. was nothing. And we thought... Wow,
0: we did it. I know, we regularly, after a bad storm, because we put, um, we put, um, what are those things? Oh, gutters, (laughs) things that catch water off the roof. Um, We put gutters on and a um, water catcher. Butt, water butt. Water butt, thank you. Gee whiz, my brain. (laughs) Um, Yeah, water butt on it as well. And every now and again, Steve says to me, I'm sure it's all going to fall apart. And actually, it's still really, really good. And my water book works and I'm very happy. So yeah. I just love it. It's just so... And because we did build it, I have a real sense of pride. I mean, it would have cost us probably five, six times as much to get just the smallest of those pre-built cabins that are very, very beautiful. But, oh, my goodness, we couldn't have afforded it at the time. And... Um, I just have such a sense of pride when I come in here and think, you know, this was a real labour of love, and it was so much fun to do together. Um, I mean, now and again we nearly killed each other <laughs> in the nicest of ways, because you know, <laughs> walls were nearly falling on the roof when it came to putting those pant that the. the Plasterboard panels on the roof. Oh my goodness, I thought it was going to fall and actually literally kill one of us, but it didn't, thankfully. Um, But it was fun. And, you know, all that's kind of ingrained into the whole place, you know, that fun. So every time I walk in, I cannot help but smile. This is a little happy place for me and it's so precious. And it's the size of a very, very, I mean, you couldn't really get a bed in here. So it's smaller than anybody's box room, but because it's built, with purpose, you know, I've got my easel, I've got um, proper places to actually put things, I don't need to put everything away every evening, I've got drawers for my papers, you know, uh, everything's just where I need it to be, it doesn't matter how big or small the space is, it's a dedicated space, and I feel very, very lucky to have it, I really do, I love it. Yeah,
1: I I mean, I I do too, I mean, the to actually think, I actually I mean there's bits in here that uh, we used old pallet wood yeah. to to clad the inside, yeah, and that was a labor of love, sort of one yeah. one getting the wood off of the pallets in the first place, oh, yes, because that was more difficult than we anticipated, and then using it and cutting it to size so that yeah. I could fix it to the the frame underneath mm. um and I sort of look at it now, and I sort of think. Oh I did that. I know. Yes yes it it's, took yes, yeah. I probably got sort of a strained wrist sort of using the drill because every single one is sort of drilled, you know, screwed into place. Yep. But it's knowing where you know, I know that I've got my painting yeah, you know, I created a painting wall. I even did um did you see my fold out wall? Yes. It's so fancy. Yeah, I channel I channelled that sort of, what is it, that George Clark Amazing Spaces. And I thought, <laughs> well, I'll have a fold-out wall here so I have more <laughs> exhibition space if I open it up for a, you know, an open studio event. Nice. Um but the painting wall is sort of you know, it's always nice to have more space than you have, oh, it isn't is. it? It's always nice. Yeah. But I have enough space that I can get a large-ish canvas on the wall to <gasps> to paint. Um, and stand right by it, yeah, um the only thing I would say is that I've got mine, my wall is it's not angled at all. It's just like the mm. shed wall yeah, um and I think it's easier to paint slightly on a slope if you know what I mean yeah and a slight-
0: lot of artists do paint flat on the wall, but i I do like I mean I use my easel for big pieces because I yeah. really do like to be able to angle things,
1: so I was thinking i I've at the moment. I'm using just working on a flat wall, but I do find it easier painting when I've got a slight angle. Yeah. So I might consider sort of either getting like a a different system set up. Mm. But at the moment I just, just have it fixed to you know I just have them fixed to the wall and it Yeah, and well, it's I've now far got far kind so of from.
0: a little work top in one corner where I can do a lot of small pieces and flat work. Yeah. Um and then I have my easel the other end and I've, got, I've recycled or upcycled um, my, my son's cot from when he was very small as a drying rack. It's turned on its side and we've got little shelves in the gaps and that's just a fantastic storage space. If anybody needs a drying rack, honestly, upcycle a child's cot from anywhere you can find them because it's such a good little space to have um, either um paintings drying or actually your canvas is
1: prepped and ready to go Well, particularly you needed the space because you worked in oils and they took yeah. forever to yeah. dry yeah whereas i've just got some new shelves i bought mm. some sh- you know like ones that you you know stick up on the wall and put paintings against anyway those sort yeah, of narrow shelves ones. narrow yeah. ones um and i've put them up and they're just brilliant i i'd, yeah. I'd it's just given me so much space because I can pop all my sort of work in progress mm. and actually stand back and their eye height so I can actually see the work, That's what really it is. Good. And that is just, well, it's tidied up that corner of the studio. <laughs> the rest needs a little bit of a tidy up, but that will happen. I just, um, you yeah, know, it will happen yeah. for the arts trail. So that yeah, should absolutely. be all right. Um, yeah. But I would say, you know, even if you haven't got a space, try and get, a space in your house that's committed yeah. to, for you? I mean,
0: the thing that makes a big difference, or it did make a big difference to me in the house, even when it was, you know, the corner of the room, is having a space where you don't have to put everything away every time you use it and get everything out because it, it actually stops you from getting stuff out, from doing work. When you've got to stop and get everything out every time creates a barrier to working and playing. So if you can get a space that's just yours, even if it's kind of, you know, a desk in the end of your bedroom with a few bits and pieces and an easel on top of your desk, then do it because it makes such a
1: difference. But it is nice when you don't have to oh. worry about getting paint on things, isn't it? Oh, God, it's so nice, yeah. It's I mean,
0: r- I've got... We reclaimed... We I actually free cycle found some floorboards from um, a a farm just about five miles away from here and the farmer took one look at me and said I'll drop them off later today (laughs) because he obviously (laughs) didn't trust me (laughs) picking them up and carrying them because obviously I'm very clumsy and uh, then we got a cheap rug and threw that down so I'm very fancy I've got a rug in my studio however it is covered in paint absolutely covered
1: I was just thinking it's probably just as well the farmer did deliver them because you wouldn't have measured them right and they wouldn't have fitted in your car. (laughs) Sorry, I just had to to say that. (laughs) I mean, the
0: truth of it was I stood there and I went, oh, that's great, thank you, I'd love them. Um, And he said, how many do you want? And I went, oh, well, I think the size of my little studio is this size. And he went, right, okay, you need about half of them but I'll bring extra in case you give me the wrong measurements and I was like oh thank you and I said I can probably get them in the car and he just looked at me and he said I'll drop them off later (laughs) kind of only the way an old farmer can say it especially with an Wiltshire accent he was just like he looked at me as if I was an alien and I probably am to him because you know (laughs) let's face it I am to most people so it's all right he was very sweet and very kind so but it's nice to have a you know, I look at the floorboards and I think of that farmer.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. That is it, isn't it? You've because you, you've built it yourself. You know where everything's come from. Yeah, you know, I mean, and both of us have tried to recycle items where we can. Yeah. Um. Rather than just building new. I mean, we. Yeah. When I sort of think of all the, you know, putting this together and putting the insulation in and putting insulation under the floor and all sorts. Yeah. I sort of think. Yeah, you know, it was a lot of hard work went into it, but yeah. also very, very lucky. You know, incredible. One that we, I suppose, had the vision to give it a go. Yeah. But, but also, it felt like a project that we did together, and mm. um, we achieved it. And it is, it is really. I mean, I feel very fortunate coming in here. Yeah. Um, Absolutely.
0: I mean, at one stage, I think I have got some photographs of Steve dangling off a roof, and thinking, "Oh my God." going to die today but luckily he didn't and nephews and nieces turned up and um to help with roofs because obviously I couldn't climb up to help Steve so I'm like yeah we're on it we'll bring we'll bring the stuff over and we'll help and you know everybody was up a ladder so it was, it was really nice you know so yeah was, good memories
1: yeah brilliant memories and hopefully yeah. it will stay remain watertight for several years to come because um it was hard work. I wouldn't yeah. want to have to redo it. I've got a couple of spaces in the ceiling actually where we've pre made a sort of framework for putting extra roof lights in. Oh nice. and I quite frankly um I'm not sure whether to do it. I'd like more light in the studio, <sighs> but when it because it's watertight at the moment, I just wonder whether we're don't want to tempt fate. Yeah. Don't want to be pushing my luck too much, you know. Yeah. Thinking if we start messing around with the um the roofing maybe you know it will start to leak and you know defeat the object of sort yeah. of having a lovely sort of contained space absolutely so yes so mine is like all in wood with um you know long long windows at one side old stable door um and yours is a uh, what color is yours outside it's um black galvanized steel and inside it's all painted white yeah, mine's all painted white. Apart from my i got two walls which are in the um, pallet wood, yeah. um, everything else is painted white. Um, it and l- looks lovely. It looks like a proper cabin yours. Yeah, I suppose that's because of the cladding is all just... Mm. Um, what is it called? Ship lap or something? Cladding. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get very nice sort of vertical cladding, verti- <clears throat> vertical cladding with a nice yeah. shadow gap. And the companies that I approached... Um, had minimum orders of, you know, about 10 times the amount I needed. So yeah. I couldn't go for those. And in the end, I thought, actually, the budget allowed for the shiplap, which was yeah. cheap and cheerful. Um, mm. And, you know, we had an overhang on the roof, so it's protected a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. You, know, you just, you know, some things you do differently and some things you wouldn't. But, you know, also, when I did all the electrics, just very quickly... Mm. I got all the like galvanized ducting rather yeah. than, and it all looks quite industrial. And I got the galvanized look of the, you know, the plug sockets that, and I just fixed them to the surface of the walls rather than chasing them in. And I just sort of think it's a workspace, it's a workshop. I didn't want it all too tidy. Um, and it's certainly not tidy. <laughs> it's certainly, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly, you know. Look, you can see how it's constructed. There's nothing pretty about it. You know, the floor is all just plywood. You know, it's not finished or anything. Well, it might not be pretty, but it's very beautiful.
0: And, you know, the whole thing, you know, the planning, the building it together, the upcycling, that is, that's beautiful. You know, it really is very creative and lovely. And also it's fun,
1: you know did you take photographs while you were doing it oh yes because we did um i say we my husband took a photograph from a set space mm. you know throughout the build mm. and i put them together in a little um, video which i put on i think it's a reel on uh, instant my instagram account oh, wow. um just showing it sort of like a series of photographs sort of like a slideshow of like the base the next, le- stage, yeah. the next stage the next stage the next stage the next stage and then it's finished ta da it's finished oh wow and so if anyone's interested in looking at that have a look at my reels on Instagram and you'll oh, you'll I'll find it on scroll there scroll through but it'd be interesting to see if you could do the same sort of um so people could see or put, put a photograph on Instagram so people could see yeah, where you but... work cuz even I don't know what it looks like so um <laughs> i only i only see the inside but there you go
0: yeah yeah, right, my darling. Well, what are you going to do in your studio today?
1: I'm going to actually get near the point where it's nearly the Arts Trail, isn't it? So yeah, um, I'm going to be tidying up and starting to sort of work out what I'm leaving out and what I'm putting away to one side. So you're going to have an open
0: studio for the Arts Trail.
1: Yeah, I'm having an open studio, but I'm not. I mean. First time I did it, I hadn't, I'd only just moved in. So it was almost like a gallery and I had Mm. a whole wall of paintings for sale and things like that. This time I'm going to be working in there as well. So I'll have some work for sale. Mm-hmm. and on show but there'll be still there'll be also sort of work in progress on show that's nice and I'll be there working because I think I don't know about you but I quite like I quite enjoy going around people's studios to see their working environment I don't want yeah. to see it all sterile and yeah. just paintings oh here are my finished paintings you know I don't yeah, want that. that's what the joy of an open
0: studio is actually seeing yeah. a studio whereas you know other places are more gallery don't they
1: yeah so that's what I'm going to do how about you what you're going to be doing um, well, I'm trying to finish off some bits and pieces today,
0: so I'm very excited to be doing that. And also the sander, I'm going to try and use that today.:
1: Yeah, the infamous well, now,
0: sander buffer.
1: Yes. Well, we're going to have to see, see all your results and sort of, I can imagine yeah. you getting excited with all the different textures and colors that come through. so yeah, yeah that'll be good. but yeah, it'll be you know, great fun. And um, I'll see you, what, in a week or two's time sort Absolutely. of want to do another call and see Absolutely. whether we're we might have relaxed at that point and sort of got used to this microphone lark oh knows yeah <laughs> yeah wonders will never cease anyway <laughs> take care for now all right lots of love yeah see you soon bye, bye.